Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Somehow yesterday, I think when I was watching an episode of House, the Bible came up in some way. And yeah, my partner turned to me and was like, I'm really excited for you to get to the New Testament. And I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen for a hot second, but I'm excited too. But we're so close in a way, though. In a way. We've, we're Relatively closer than speaking. we've ever been. <laughs> we're yes. closer than we've ever been, for sure. That is true. As, as the old saying goes, every day you're closer to the New Testament and closer to death. Yep, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. It's true. Sometimes it feels that way reading this book. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. And apparently the New Testament is a lot quicker, right, in comparison to the Old Testament? Like, we'll get through it much more quickly. Well, I mean, it's shorter, right? It's, yeah. it's maybe like, what, a quarter or a third oh. the length of the Old Testament? Wow. So there's okay. just less of it. Yeah. Um, I also think in general, like on, well, I don't know, because the Old Testament has some of these super short little books. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a lot of the the minor prophets that we read who were like one episode, maybe two. Yeah, I'm, but see, I say like on average, though we don't have any huge, huge, huge long ones like Chronicles or Kings. Mm. Sorry, I'm cracking up because Sam in the chat said, "I feel like it's written like better," and I'm trying to think <laughs> oh. of like, do I feel like the New Testament is written better? Uh, yeah, I mean, we will definitely have to look at it from a literary standpoint and the quality of the writing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm fascinated about. Yeah, that. I mean, to be fair. Hundreds to over a thousand years went by in between the two. So maybe writing styles changed a little between them. Right. So it's like we're jumping from writing on scrolls to being mm. on the Kindle Paperwhite. There and you go. There's just whole new trends in in reading and writing. Yeah. And that instead of writing them down and like telling them in Hebrew and Aramaic, they would have been in in what? Greek? Oh, it was yeah, written in a lot of Greek. Greek? Cool. <laughs> I guess it was. So, yeah, for the translators, it could be different, you know. I guess they were in Greece. Well, no, it's Rome. not that they were in Greece. No, wait, what was it? it? Yeah, well, no, they were in, I don't know. Where were they? By the time, like, Christianity had spread to Greece and to Greek-speaking areas. Okay. By the time that it was written down, but that was not, it wasn't getting written down at the exact same time as it was happening as happened so often in this book of the Bible, right? I you see. Know? Right, yeah. Same same thing where it's like oral tradition and then gets written down later for a lot of them, not not all of them necessarily. Okay. But, uh, so, well, why was it written down in Greek then? I didn't know that. Well, that sounds like a bonus episode for another day because uh-huh. today we're still in the Old Testament and we're starting Fine. with a book that was written in good old American Hebrew <laughs> named Ezra. I thought you were going to say English and I was like, I don't think that's right either, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for playing. Uh, Ezra, do we know literally anything about Ezra other than the fact that it's the name of Jace's little tiny baby godson? Oh, yeah. Yep. Cute. Yeah. And that there's a band who supposedly was better than mm-hmm. Ezra. So is is that a Christian band or no? Nope, totally not at all. Okay, uh, there's okay. I did do some looking into that actually because mm-hmm. I wanted to find. I was like, I in my dream life we would get better than Ezra to sign off on letting us play one of their songs mm. as the theme song for these episodes, but we're not that kind of podcast yet. <laughs> but I did do some looking into that about their name, just wondering where it came from. Yeah, and the band has like very assiduously never told anyone how their name came up, like how they made their name. They're like, nope, we will not tell. And the story they give is, it's such a a bad, terrible, stupid story that it's not worth anyone knowing or printing. It's better if they don't know. Oh, I wonder if it's like scandalous or horribly 
probably horribly sexist or racist or something. <laughs> a couple, yeah, it's a couple be. There's, there, theories. There's, like, there's no way that we can retcon this story to sound any better. <laughs> it's that bad. There's no way we can gloss over any details. That's all right. It's so uh, bad. It's their name now. Just swear to never tell anybody. Yeah, it's, it's entirely possible. I don't know. The, the theories out there, one is that it's based on a, uh, a poem. Hmm. Um, like it could have been inspired from a poem. What's the... What's the one I'm thinking of? Gosh. Well, okay, hold on though. How can that be a theory that it's inspired by a poem if the band themselves are like, it's such a terrible story, we can't <laughs> even tell you. Yeah, I doubt that. Maybe that's some other person's theory and not the band's theory. Well, no, exactly. Or the band. Right, right. These all come theory. from other places. I'm yeah. saying it's a bad theory based on the context clues that the band themselves yes. have. Here's attested. what it is. There's a quote from Ernest Hemingway's A Movable Feast oh. where the line goes, uh, was talking about some annoying sound and calling it no worse than other noises, certainly better than Ezra learning to play the bassoon. Uh, oh. So maybe better than Ezra is a reference to that. Uh, and then the other one is supposedly early on when they were just starting this band in college, they went to a battle of the bands and another band was called Ezra. And so... They're better than Ezra. They were just being snarky. No, right? Like, it's a juicier story. That's too easy. <laughs> you're so convinced. Dedeker, we're never going to know, okay? Just, uh, just get over it. It's fine. We're never okay, going to well, know. Okay, well, do we know, actually know anything about Ezra? No. no. I certainly don't. No, nothing? Nothing at all, Jace? Like, no? Do you? I do know some things now because I looked into it for preparing the music and stuff like that. Okay. But I don't know very much. Uh, and But but we're going to spend three episodes on Ezra. Wow. So we have some time to do some real bonus episodes and, and learn some of these things. Uh, the main stuff I know is just that uh, this basically is happening right after Daniel, uh, chronologically. Okay. So so Daniel was there helping out the, the kings who had taken over. And then remember, we set up that Cyrus the Great comes along. And that happened kind of at the end of Daniel. At the end of Daniel chronologically, but not necessarily. Daniel never died, really, that we heard of. <laughs> Emily Sadly. always wants the characters to die. <laughs> I just want there to be finality. I want it to, mm, you know, we're, we're moving on in the book. And they did such a good job of dying in the earlier books, and now they just don't. <laughs> I just, I just had a flash, right like a vision, <laughs> a vision. If we retconned little Emily going to Sunday school, you would be the worst in Sunday school because you would be the kid who would get in trouble for asking too many questions. <laughs> mm, Probably. You'd be the one who had to sit outside of class because you're like, but when did he die? Yeah. But why? Why? But, but Moses died. But why, <laughs> but, but why did he die? <laughs> Something to that effect. I like that that's Emily's voice as a little kid. I know. And also, this makes no sense to me. But anyways, yes. All righty. So, uh, yes. so what do you know about Sorry, him? I, I, I was going to tell you. Yeah, it goes continuously on from Daniel. So the important part is that Cyrus is all up on now. Mm. And he's freeing him. He's letting him go back home. That's very nice of him. So that's kind of where we're at chronologically. Wow. Cool. Cool. Wow. Great. And that's that's what we got. Oh, nice. What's uh, what are we drinking to accompany us on yes. this journey today? Yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm drinking a an IPA called Wanderlust IPA from Breakside, and it has this fun mm. sort of wolf painting on the bottle. Oh wow! Uh, I, I don't know anything about it, but it's it's pretty tasty, actually. It's uh, got a little bit of a fruitiness, but mostly has that kind of uh, gasoline taste that I love so much. It's like a citra IPA kind of situation. <laughs> Yeah, maybe a little bit like that. Yeah, nice. How about you, Dedekar? I I am drinking um, a whiskey mixed with, and I picked this out at the store, Earp's Original Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla? It, it even says on the bottle, after a hard day of gunfighting, nothing beats a real sarsaparilla. <laughs> and that's true. For those of you who reside outside of North America, sarsaparilla is like a precursor to root beer, which apparently the rest of the world freaking hates with a passion. Why would yeah. you hate such a wonderful beverage? I, okay, that is right? always the take that I have. <laughs> but every single person who did not grow up in the States is like root beer. I've tasted it and it tastes like medicine. It tastes gross. It tastes no, horrible. I can't, wrong. I don't understand why people, yeah, that's what I tell everyone I meet. Like, yeah, I've I grew up a on Bark's root beer. Yes. And oh, I, who boy, that was good. I've internalized a lot of like American shame because we're, you know, we're not the best really. And historically we've not been the best, but that's one mm -hmm. of those things where I'm like, no, 
root beer is delicious, it and is. the rest of the world does not understand. It is. It's I like agree. the one thing we can be proud of is root beer. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> the one thing. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah, trying to explain root beer floats to people. I'm just oh, like, God, you just... So anyway. It's literal delight. Okay. I made a sidecar with gin, with specifically the aviation gin. Mm. And it's really good because it has Cointreau in it as well, which is kind of a let's say, or not, sorry, not aviation gin. What is it? The gin that we had, uh, that really pretty purple gin. Oh, yeah. What is that called? The, yeah, the Empress The butterfly gin. pea stuff. Correct, Empress, the yeah. butterfly pea, yes. And that's why it is this lovely, it's almost like a pinkish hue this time. Yeah, yeah very cute. Yeah, and it has Cointreau in it as well, which is sort of an orangey flavor. So it has that gin, you know, really flowery flavor mixed with the orange and it's lovely. And then lemon juice Mm. in there as well. So I really like it. Highly recommend. I'll post this one for sure. Nice. Like you're, it's like you're drinking an orange potpourri or something like that. Yeah, something Mm, like that. I don't know. And then I also put (laughs) a little sugar around the rim. I'm not sure if you can see that, but Mm -hmm. but yeah, that was a a good choice. It's like a real delight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, much fancier than than what we've got over here. That's fine. You have root beer. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's good. Yum. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, kids. Emily, we'll post that drink recipe so y'all can try making it at home if you want. Yeah, it's excellent. (laughs) Okay. Yep. All right. It is time for us to go on this great journey Hmm. back to our homeland of Israel. Are we, like, walking? uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to see how it goes. (laughs) Uh, and we're going to do that guided by the lovely Ezra. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Ezra, chapter one. Get free. I didn't really listen to those lyrics when you played them ahead of time. So getting free makes sense if we're going to be free. I didn't realize that it also involves setting everything on fire at the same time. But I mean, that seems fitting. <laughs> no, that sounds fairly biblical. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose they deserve it. <laughs> All right. Ezra chapter one. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished. Jeremiah? Oh, yeah. The 70 years. The bullfrog? Call back to Jeremiah. Uh Uh-huh, the bullfrog himself. Cool. Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, All the kingdoms of the earth has Yahweh, the God of heaven, given me, and he has charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all his people, his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of Yahweh, the God of Israel, in parentheses, he is God, which is in Jerusalem. (laughs) Whoever is left in any place where he sojourns, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with animals, besides the freewill offering for the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. So this is big. He's like, yeah, go rebuild your temple. Mm Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah. That's nice exactly. of him. We appreciate yeah. it. Is 70 years past? I guess so. That's why he's the Messiah, potentially. Cyrus? Yeah. Well, remember that was the, the prophecy when they talked about they called it a messiah. Because again, okay. it's not really the messiah, it's always a messiah. I was saying so it could be but anyone. Cyrus was was named as a messiah at some point earlier. I forget which prophet said it, probably Jeremiah. Okay. Well, that's nice. Then rose up the heads of fathers. Houses of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests, and the Levites, even all whose spirit God had stirred up to go up to build the house of Yahweh, which is in Jerusalem. All those who were round about them strengthened their hands with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, and with animals, and with precious things. (laughs) Goods. Besides all that was willingly (laughs) offered. 
Also, Cyrus the king brought forth the vessels of the house of Yahweh, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put in the house of his gods. It's a good move. Cyrus is like, I'm going to restore. I'm going to be like at the British Museum, the Elgin marbles that you stole. I'm going to take them back. Yeah, that's cool. Break them back to their rightful home. Cyrus could figure it out. That's nice. We can't figure it out. No, we can't. Are you proposing that we need Cyrus to conquer... At least to conquer the British Museum. England, so that he can return all the stolen stuff. So that he okay. can return everything? Okay. I kind of love that. He just needs to conquer the British Museum, that's all. Maybe okay. if he all can right. just Fair. become prime minister for, I don't know, six weeks or something. Oh, yeah. I've heard the position is open. It all is. he needs is like a week to be able to conquer <laughs> right. the British Museum. So Definitely open. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Got my vote. Oh. Uh, Even those did Cyrus, king of Persia, bring forth by the hand of Mithridath, the treasurer, and numbered them to Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. (sighs) This is the number of them. Okay, are you ready for an inventory? Sorry, these are all the things getting returned? These are all the things, yes. Okay, cool. Okay, Okay, okay. let's do it. Um, 30 platters of gold. Cool. 1,000 platters of silver. Okay. 29 knives. Only 29. Huh. I know. One of went Seems, missing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and no, yeah. But like 30 platters of gold, okay? And then 1,000 1, platters of silver. of silver. Yes. Guess you don't eat off of those? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, who knows? 30 bowls of gold. Silver bowls of a second sort, 410. And... <laughs> And other vessels, 1,000. Assorted vessels. <laughs> okay. I, I love this. I love that. Okay, so there's 30 gold plates. Yes. And 30 gold bowls. Clearly a set. Yes. And then the 29. I know. Lives. So good. I just... I, <laughs> I Some, like Dedeker said, somebody lost a knife. Okay? Somebody stole it. Who did somebody it? St- um, there's been a lot of changeover of the regime here. Uh, maybe Cyrus was like... I keep this knife for myself. Yeah. It's like, I like this one. I've gotten attached to this one. Yeah, this one is what I'm taking for myself. Oh, wow. So good. As tribute, yes. All the vessels of gold and of silver were 5,400. All these did Sheshbazar bring up when they of the captivity were brought up from Babylon to Jerusalem. That's the end of that chapter. The whole point of it was a, oh, just wow. quick, the, That was a quick one. The manifest, the cargo manifest. A wee yeah. ten, 10 verses. Okay. I was hoping that the commemorative shields would be in there, but those didn't oh. get mentioned, so... I think those yeah. have been gone for a long time. Yeah, I think so. Can I ask, like, what happened to all of the the area and the 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 places and the statues and all of the things that oh and the porches and yeah and everything that was there before what happened to it that have been destroyed right really that's that's my assumption I mean the whole place was ransacked okay yeah I mean it's yeah. possible that those along with the Ark of the Covenant were like hidden somewhere and eventually ended up with the Nazis you know I think the Ark is. The Ark is, like, way gone. Oh, the Nazis have the whole old temple. The Nazis have the cow butts and the lake and all those things. I've been assuming they end up with those, the shields, exactly, yeah. (laughs) That they kind of end up with all the stuff we don't know what happened to it. The bronze butts, yeah. Exactly, the bronze butts with the ocean on top or the sea or whatever, yeah. (laughs) The sea. I thought that it had, like, a bowl, like a giant Yeah, but they called it the sea. They called it a sea, yeah. Wow. All right, chapter two. Now, these are the children of the providence who went up out of the captivity of those who had been carried away, whom Nebuchadrezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away to Babylon, and who returned to Jerusalem and Judah, everyone to his city, who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reliah, <laughs> Mordecai, I know that one, Bilshan, <laughs> Mizpar, Big Vey, Vi. <laughs> Big Vey. Big Vey. This is Big Vey. Reham and Banna. The number of men of the people Bruce is... Bruce Banna. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I was thinking Coca-Cabana. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Both are good. The number of the men of the people of Israel. The children of Parash, 2,172. The children of... Oh, boy. Shep Ha... Taya, Shepatiya. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. 372. The children of Ara, 
775. The children of Pahath Moab, of the children of Jeshua and Joab, 2,812. The children of Elam, 1,254. The children of Zatua, 945. The children of Zechiah, Zechiah, 760. The children of... This is, gonna, this is gonna keep going for a oh, while. No. I just I want okay. to warn okay. everyone listening. <laughs> just strap in, everyone, okay? This, just get ready. Get your drinks. This always seems to be my fate. My fate. <laughs> yes. Have your, have your drinks on hand and just keep... <laughs> Keep, Keep drinking, drinking them. <laughs> You're going to yeah. have to deal with me saying all these names wrong. The children of Bani, 642. The children of BBI, Babai. <laughs> BB8. <laughs> BBA, 623. The children of Asgad, not Asgard, but Asgad, 1,000. So funny. Yes. I, I just love that this is all a combination of like Star Wars names and Lord of the Rings names at the same yes. time. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. I'm watching House of the Dragon right now and it's kind of mm. in there too. Although sometimes you'll For get sure, like... All those sorts of names. There, Jace, there's somebody in... There's one of the kids of... One of the queens is named Jace. Oh, wow. Oh, it's wow. Jaceres, but they all call him Jace. call him and I'm, Jace. And I'm That's like, fun. whoa. <laughs> Who? Yeah. The children That's of it, yeah, it is fun. The children of Asgad, one thousand two hundred twenty-two. The children of Adon Nikum, six hundred sixty-six. The children of Big Vi, two thousand fifty-six. The children of Adon, four hundred fifty-four. The children of Ater of Hezekiah, ninety-eight. Only ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. Jesus, not worth mentioning. Come on. <laughs> The children of Bize, 323. The children of Jura, 112. The children of Hashem, 223. The children of Gibar, 95. The children of Bethlehem, well, oh, 123. Find a name. Find a name that we can recognize. Oh my God. Oh my God, it keeps going. <laughs> now, so just quick, quick pause here. So in the Message Bible, there's a little break here. Oh, yeah. In between, so after Gibar, before you say Bethlehem, then it, so it says that those first ones were numbers of the returning Israelites by family of origin. But then before it says Bethlehem, it says Israelites identified by place of origin. Oh, as opposed to by family name? So those are all like by family and this is by place. So maybe the people weren't sure what family they're part of or Okay, just we know that they live in that neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Okay, if we need to know any of this for the quiz, <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> Surely yeah, okay. not. Surely not. No, that's ridiculous. I'm yeah. going to try to try to run through this as quickly Do as it. possible. You, you got Do it. it. You all need to black yeah. out during this. <laughs> Don't worry about it, but we have to read it. Blackout drunk. We have to read it. We'll do it. Please be safe. <sighs> the men of Nepotof... Ne- Nepotof... Nettipot. Nettipot. <laughs> 56. The men of Anna, Anathoth. It's like Hoth? Anath? Yeah. Hoth. Very Star Wars. 128. The children of Azmaveth. 40, 42. 42. The children of Kareth Arim, Chapira, and Beroth. 743. They have a triad, wow. <laughs> the children of Rama and Giba, 621. The men of Michmas, 122. The men Bethel and Ai, 223. The children of Nebo, 52. The children of Magbish, 156. The children of the other Elam. <laughs> the other Elam. <laughs> no. It actually says the other Elam. The other Amazing. one. It does. <laughs> the other Elam, 1,254. <laughs> the children of Harem, Harem, 320. The children of Lod. You're a Lod, wizard, Harem. <laughs> <laughs> the children of Lod, Hadid, and Ono. Shoma Ono. Another, so, another triad. Oh, Yoko yeah. Ono? Yoko Ono. Actually, I think Lod Hadid and Ono, it's like they were the runners up for Rack Shack and Benny. Oh, I love that. Right. Yeah. They yeah. didn't make the cut. No, they didn't. 725. The children of Jericho, 345. The children of Senna, 3,630. My goodness. Okay, pause. 
We have a new yeah. heading in the message. Oh, what does it say? These next ones are the priestly families. These are the next four. Oh, the more they're more special. This does say the priests, colon. Ah, okay, cool. Okay. The children of Jedediah. Jedediah? It just looks like Jediah. Only one D. Jediah, not Jedediah, but Jediah of the house of Jeshua, 973. There's a lot of Jeshua people. Yeah. The children of Immer, 1,052. The children of Pasher, 1,247. The children of Harem, 1,017. Harem. The Levites, the children of Jeshua. and How many people did Jeshua sire? Okay. Yeah, seriously. It's like all his different partners. Lady Peoples, Jeshua and Cadmiel of the children of Hodaviah, 74. The singers. Ooh, some singers. Mm. Okay. The children of Ashaf. Asaph? Asaph. That's it. Asaph. 128. The children of the porters. The children of the porters. Like the message. Instead of porters, he calls this security guard families. <laughs> a long and noble tradition. Yeah. No, this is like in, uh, what's the game that we played, Jace? He's a porter. Sam Porter Bridges. In, uh, oh, gosh. The co- uh, yeah, De- the- Death Stranding. Death Stranding, yeah. What is yeah, that guy's wow. name? Okay. These yeah. are the Death Strandings. The Death Stranding kids. The children of the porters, the children of Shalem, the children of Ater, the children of Talmon, the children of Akub, the children of Hatita, Hatita, the children of Shobai, all in all 139. Okay, that's not very many. Yeah, really. Per person. The Nithayim, colon, the children of Zia. Oh, so... Yes. So the Nithayim, according to the message, is uh-huh. these are families of temple support staff. Oh, wow. Oh, so like the freaking like housekeepers. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is nuts. Wow. And like the front desk people. Okay. Yeah, front desk, housekeepers. I'm imagining it's also maybe the ushers, you know, wow. all that kind mm-hmm, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the poor... <laughs> Wait, what was that? Yeah, the groundskeepers and the... What was the people before? The... They were the people that were going to, you know, beat you up if... (laughs) The security staff? Yeah, the security (laughs) guards. Okay, so the children of Zaya, the children of Hashupa, the children of Tabuah, the children of Keros, the children of Sia, the children of Padon, the children of Leb... It says (laughs) S-I-A-H-A. Oh, Siaha. 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 Ah, okay. I just, like, keep... It going like see ya. Ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. The children of Padon, the children of Lebna, the children of Hagba, the children of Ak Akub, the children of Hagba, <laughs> the children of Shamalai, the children of Hannah. What? Yeah, Shamalai. Shamlai, yeah, Sham-wow. Shamlai, M. Night oh. Shyamalan's kids. The children of Hanan, the children of Giddel, the children of Gehar, Gahar, and the children of Redia, the children of Rezin, <sighs> Rezin, the children of Nekeda, the children of Gazim, the children of Uzzah, the children of Pesha, the children of Besai, the children of Ashna, the children of Menendim. I'm not saying these right because I'm trying to get through them. The children Wait, of Menemans? nepotism. No, that's not nepotism. <laughs> that's nepotism. <laughs> the children of Backbook. 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 I like that. The children of Hakupua. What is it? Hakupa. Hakupa, baby? Hakupa. Yeah, sure. Hakupa? The children of Harher, the children of Bazloth, not to be Baz-Lerman. confused with Baz Luhrmann. Yes. The children of Mehida, Mehida, the children of Harsha, the children of Barkos, the children of Sesera, the children of Tima, Barcos. the children of Neza, the children of Hippath. The children of Solomon's servants. Wait, what? Oh, wow. So like maybe descended from, or maybe like the attendants okay. to the leader or the king, perhaps? Oh. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, or just got? like the descendants of Solomon's old servants who cool. like yes. made that old cool temple that everyone loved so much. Oh, yeah. 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 The children of Sotai, the children of Hasperath, Hasopareth, 
the children of Perdua, Peruda, the children of Jala, the children of Darkon, the children of Giddel, the children of Sepatiah, the children of Hatil, the children of Pokachur. Let me try this. Okay. Yeah, Poch- try that one again. Poacher <laughs> F has a bame. That one has a. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Just rolls off the tongue. Poachereth has a bame. Has a bame. Has a bame. Yeah, has a bame. The children of Amy, <laughs> all the Nethem, and the children of Solomon's servants were 392. So These, that whole list you just did was all just for 392. 392, not even, not necessary. These were those who went up from Telmel. 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 <laughs> Telmerasha. Cherub. Adnan. And Immer. Adnan? It looks like Adnan. No, Adnan. Adnan, like like okay. Adnan Syed. I don't know, like that's the name. But it, it's <laughs> okay. not quite that name, but yes. And Emmer, but they could not show their father's houses and their seed, whether they were of Israel. Oh, oh okay. So these so are like were all bastards? the people in the miscellaneous category where they can't prove their lineage, but they came anyway. Yeah. Oh, like Jaceres. But oh. I mean- but oh, I see. This is a Game of Thrones thing that we're not... Okay, yeah, got it. <laughs> but, you know, he's, like, still the queen's son, so whatever. Okay, even though it's not the king's son. The children of Delilah, the children of Tobiah, the children of Nekoda, 652. Of the children of the priests, the children of Habiah, the children of Hazok, the children of Berzeal, who took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai, the Gileadite, Gileadite, who is called after their name, Gileadite, from from Gilead, from Gilead. These sought their register among those who were. Are we done? We're done. Yay, These we did it. Sought Woo. their register among those who were reckoned by genealogy, but they were not found. Therefore, they were deemed polluted and put from the Goodness. priesthood. Get out of oh, here! Wow. Get out of here! Okay. So they just. I see. They just couldn't work. They're polluted. They couldn't work in the temple. They couldn't do priestly work because no, they couldn't they prove their They most certainly lineage. cannot. Yikes. The governor said to them that they should not eat of the most holy things until there stood up a priest with Urim and with Thummim. Yeah, so remember Urim, the Urim and the Thummim, those were like their, their divining stones, their divining runes. Yes. Bag yes. of special rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and potentially also... Glasses that Joseph Smith used to read the golden plates. Huh? He called those the Urim and the Thummim. You mean like? Didn't spectacles? we learn about that? That he had he had some kind of like a decoder ring lens what? that was what? Urim what and Thummim. What are you talking about? I thought we looked this up way back in the Is day. Is this a Mormon thing? Okay, this sounds like we got to look it up in the bonus. Uh, yeah, Mormon thing. Okay, all right, we'll look it up again. The whole assembly together was forty two thousand three hundred sixty. There's that number again. Besides their men's servants and their maid servants, who are not counted because they're nobody, of whom there were 7,000. Oh, they were counted. 7,337. <laughs> and they had 200 singing men and singing women. Fun. Their horses, because we're going to count horses now, were 736. <laughs> their mules, 245. Their camels, 435. Their donkeys, 6,720. That's a lot of donkeys. Yeah. Donkeys are popular. Yeah. They're the most popular beast of burden, clearly, compared to all the others. Yeah, so there's less Will Arnett's. Who's playing camels in this show? Yeah, we don't know yet who's playing any kind of camel. We just have cast any kind of horse, and that's Will Arnett. And any kind of Michael is played by... John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> right. We did learn before, and Sam is asking this in the chat, that the camels are slutty. Yes. Remember we learned before that camels are slutty. And so they are like normally. But there were also there were also some slutty horses as well. Just default. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, learn right. that can play a slutty horse. Some of the heads of the father's houses, when they came to the house of Yahweh, which is in Jerusalem offered willingly for the house of God to set it up 
in its place, Jerusalem. Wait, no, <laughs> they, sorry, I skipped that. I went back to the old one. 69 nice is where we are. They gave after their ability into the treasury of the work 61,000 derricks of gold and 5,000 minas of silver and 100 priests' garments. Wow, that's cool. Okay. 100. Is this the same way that we discuss uh, coinage that we used to? Derricks is a new the, term. Mina, yeah, minas of yeah. silver, minas, we've encountered that before. Is that old? Okay, I've never encountered Derek's, a Derek of gold. I, I think that. that's a bonus yeah, episode I'm like, topic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll look at that. So, the priests and the Levites and some of the people and the singers and the porters and the Nethanim lived in their cities and all Israel in their cities. Wow, so everyone moved back. Amen. Big yeah. Another. <laughs> Good job. Like, Yeah, well done. Well done, Emily. It's, it's been a while since we've had one of those very Old Testament-y, long old lists. They always seem to go to me, Dedeker, and given yeah, that you're the one who picks it's, these, it's, I think that <laughs> might be on purpose. Every single time I do strongly debate with myself. You're like, should I assign this one to Emily? I don't know. Like, And then you're like, yes, because it'll be like, funniest and that I'm way. Like, yes, exactly. It's true. I'm like, do I want to be nice or do I want to be funny? And I'm sorry, but on Drunk Bible Study, funny always beats out nice. I suppose it does. Mm. All right, well. Yeah, that's good. That could be one of our taglines. <laughs> Can we take a break? Like, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Drunk Bible Study, where funny outweighs nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yes, we're going to take a break to refill our drinks. I'm sure all of you do as well. Or for you, this has been no time at all because you fast-forwarded through all of those names, and I don't blame you. <laughs> but we did it, and you know that we did it. Maybe just go back and listen to it on like 2x speed so you can say that you have listened to right? That'll be cool. But now you can set it back to normal speed. But we're going to take a quick break to talk about some ways that you can support this show before we go on to the next two chapters for today. The best way you can do that is to just tell your friends. Spread the word. Tell them about Drunk Bible Study. Get them to listen to it. Maybe maybe force them to listen to a few until they get it. And then you can let them go on their own. Also, bring them to the live shows. Or bring yourself to the live shows if you're not already here. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, uh, you'll see our schedule for upcoming shows as well as links for how to follow us uh, and check out those live shows and get notifications when they happen. It's a ton of fun. We love doing it. and We love having you all here in the audience. And then if you're able to support financially, we do have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy, you can become one of our parishioners there. And as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, and uh, Emily's drink recipes each week. She posts those in the Patreon group. And then, of course, you know, other fun things now and again. And, of course, our undying love, which is really why you're doing it, I think. All righty, here we are. Moving on with Ezra Suri. Ezra. That's three in Japanese. San. San. Oh, that's the same in Chinese. Exactly. Yeah. It's because. E-R, San. Yes. It's because they are very closely related <laughs> languages. Yes, yes, they yes. are. Wow, cool. Ezra chapter three. When the seventh month was come and the children of Israel were in the cities, Uh, The people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. One man. Well, they like megazorded. (laughs) I I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, we're (laughs) freaking transformer. Yeah. So they became a megazord. Yeah. They then stood up Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and his brothers, the priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and his brothers. Shealtiel. And built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings thereon, as it is written in the law of Moses, the man of God. I'm sorry, have we even met Ezra yet? You're right, we haven't. Who the hell is Ezra? Oh, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Huh. Huh. We're just talking what? about these randos and Jeshua. And... Is he just the one who wrote all this down? Is he just the freaking scribe? Maybe. That would be funny. I guess so. Keeping track of all the plates and random singers. He's like, what am I going to call? What am I going to call this book? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just sign up my name. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. 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 He probably had some like cooler title at first that was like, you know, 
return to Jerusalem, a story of redemption or something like that. But like yeah. that part of the manuscript got damaged and they just saw it. So let's buy this guy, Ezra. I don't know, we'll just call it Ezra. He's always been disappointed. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so yeah. So they, they got together in front of the Megazord and they built the, the <laughs> altar so that they could do their offerings again. Yeah. They set the altar on its base for fear was on them because of the peoples of the countries. Mm? I don't know what that mm? means. I don't know either. And they offered burnt offerings thereon to Yahweh, even burnt offerings morning and evening. They kept the Feast of Tents, as it is written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by number, according to the ordinance, as the duty of every day required. And afterward, the continual burnt offering and the offerings of the new moons and of all the set feasts of Yahweh that were consecrated, and of everyone who willingly offered a freewill offering to Yahweh. I think that the takeaway is just that we've, we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. We're back. We're back in business. Yeah. We're doing all, all the old holy days. Oh, The Rock is so happy. Oh, he's loving yeah. it. He's so happy. He's like, finally. I got all my anger out for at least for two seconds before it, gets, right. it comes back, uh, you know, of exiling them and punishing uh, them. And now I get to reap the reward of them, you know, with all the heave offerings and cake offerings. And, oh, I love those. Yeah. All those. Yeah. yeah. From the first day of the seventh month began they to offer burnt offerings to Yahweh. But the foundation of the temple of Yahweh was not yet laid. They gave money also to the masons and to the carpenters and food and drink and oil to them of Sidon and to them of Tyre to bring cedar trees from Lebanon. Oh, we're back oh, to those. Freaking Lebanon cedar trees. Do you think that yeah. Lebanon is yeah. still famous for its cedar trees? Or did they just wipe them out completely? Oh, geez. Oh, that's a good question. They were in such hot demand. Because at this rate... Yeah. At this rate, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so cedars from Lebanon to the sea to Joppa, according to the grant that they had of Cyrus, king of Persia. Now, in the second year of their coming to the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month began Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and the rest of their brothers, the priests, and the Levites, and all those who were come out of the captivity to Jerusalem and appointed the Levites from 20 years old and upward to have the oversight of the work of the house of Yahweh. So just all, all, all of them, all those families. All these boys. Then stood Jeshua with his sons and his brothers, Cadmiel and his sons, the son of Judah, together to have the oversight of the workmen in the house of God. The sons of Henadad were their sons and their brothers, the Levites. When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of Yahweh, they set the priests in their clothing with trumpets. I don't know how you put someone in their clothing with trumpets. With trumpets. You just blast them (laughs) right into their clothing. (laughs) And... The Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals. Oh, I see. Oh, it just crash. <laughs> oh, I see. Wow, cool. Okay, so the priests get into their clothing with trumpets. Okay. The sons of Asaph get in with cymbals to praise Yahweh mm-hmm. after the order of David, king of Israel. <laughs> I guess David had ordered that at some point and we forgot. David's super dead by now, right? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good, good. Oh, so dead. Super dead, yeah. They sang one to another in praising and giving thanks to Yahweh, saying, For he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever toward Israel. All the people shouted with a great shout. When they they (laughs) praised Yahweh, because the foundation of the house of Yahweh was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of fathers' houses, the old men who had seen the first house, when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes, wept with a loud voice, and many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. Whoa. These are really old people. Well, if they had seen the first house. So the people shouted with a loud shout. Oh, yeah. There's a couple yeah. things. And the yeah, a couple things to wrap your brain around. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're 70 plus years old. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. probably at least 80, 90 years old, which is old for this time for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
combined with this weird thing where people are shouting and crying and laughing and weeping and shouting some more. Shouting some more. Yeah, so some people were weeping because I guess this wasn't as cool, like it wasn't as good of a layout as the old temple, I guess. <laughs> oh, you don't think that it was like weeping with, or maybe, with emotion? No, they're, they're nicely weeping. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I get okay. that. Like, I think, you know, if you were... Jace if is you, like, no. If you were there and you survived your entire culture like being decimated and enslaved and watching your most holy place being desecrated. It's something to weep about, for sure. Yeah, and then you were restored. You know, it's, it is... Okay, okay. It's nice. Okay, all right. Yeah. So yeah, so, so it was all so loud that people could not tell the difference between the weeping and the shouts of joy. For the people shouted with a loud shout, and the noise uh, was heard afar off. Wow. And that's the end of chapter three. Whoa. I did want to check other translations of that uh, weeping thing at the end there. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, Eugene seems to think they're weeping in a joyful manner. So cool. Right. Okay, um, cool. Great. Nice all right. Ezra chapter four. Mm. Now, when the adversaries of Judah and Benjamin heard that the children of the captivity were building a temple to Yahweh, the God of Israel, (gasps) then they drew near to Zerubbabel and to the heads of fathers' houses and said to them, let us build with you, for we seek your God as you do. And we sacrificed to him since the days of Esau Haddon, king of Assyria, who brought us up here. Mm, Right. So they're trying to be sneaky. Yeah. Maybe. If it's their adversaries. Oh. Huh. But Zerubbabel and Jeshua and the rest of the heads of fathers' houses of Israel <laughs> said to them, you have nothing to do with us in building a house to our God, yeah. but we ourselves together will build to Yahweh, the God of Israel, as King Cyrus, the king of Persia, has commanded us. Showed them. Wow. Whew. Okay. Yeah. I, I, so this is funny. In the message... He says, and then, you know, Zerubbabel, Jeshua, and the heads of the families said to them, nothing doing. <laughs> and then goes on. And I'm like, is that? Nothing doing. I thought nothing doing was more like no big deal. Not like stay away. Don't do that. Nothing doing. Oh, no, no nothing doing. No, that's a, that's definitely a heck no. Oh, that is? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not familiar yeah. with this turn of phrase, I guess. <laughs> then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. Oh and hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose. Oh, these are all NIMBYs. These are all not-in-my-backyard people. They're like, no. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. To frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even until the reign of Darius, king of Persia. That's 15 years, according to Eugene. Oh, oh, great. In the reign of Ahasuerus, in the beginning of his reign, wrote they an accusation against the inhabitants of Judah and Jerusalem. In the days of Artaxerxes wrote Bishlam, Mithridath, Tabil, and the rest of his companions to Artaxerxes, king of Persia. And the writing of the letter was written in the Syrian character and set forth in the Syrian language. Rehum, the chancellor, and Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Jerusalem to Artaxerxes, the king, in this sort. Then wrote Rehum, the chancellor and Shimshai, the scribe, and the rest of their companions. The wait is Shimshai Ezra? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, uh, and the rest of their companions, the Dinites and the Afarsakites. The thought I didn't have to say that one. <laughs> the Tarpalites, the Afarsites, the Archivites, the Babylonians, the Shushankites, the Dehites, the Elamites, and the rest of the nations whom the great and noble Osnapar brought over and set in the city of Samaria and in the rest of the country beyond the river and so forth. This is the copy of the letter that they sent to Artaxerxes the king. Okay, finally, we're getting the letter. Mm-hmm. Cool. Your servants, the men beyond the river, and so forth. <laughs> be it known. <laughs> all those good starts. All the yeah. people yeah. we already mentioned, I can't be bothered to mention them again. Be it known to the king that the Jews who came up from you are come to us to Jerusalem. They are building the rebellious and the bad city and have finished the walls and repaired the foundations. Be it known now to the king that if this city is built and the walls finished, they will not pay tribute, custom, or toll. And in the end, it will be hurtful to the kings. This mm-hmm. is, is straight up NIMBY shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. NIMBY? Not in my backyard. The whole... Got it. Yes. Got it. I'm going to write okay. to the city council about why they shouldn't be zoning this. <laughs> 
Now, because we eat the salt of the palace, and it is not appropriate for us to see the king's dishonor, therefore have we sent and informed the king that search may be made in the book of the records of your fathers. Wow. So shall you find in the book of the records and know that this city is a rebellious city and hurtful to kings and provinces, and that they have moved sedition within the same of old time, for which cause was this city laid waste. We inform the king that if this city be built and the walls finished, by this means you shall have no portion beyond the river. Then sent the king an answer to Rehum the chancellor and to Shimshai the scribe and to the rest of their companions who dwell in Samaria and in the rest of the country beyond the river. Mm, okay. Okay, this is the this is the letter. Okay. <laughs> Finally. Peace and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> Good opening. Also could not be Please. bothered. Please. Like peace and whatever other greetings what are a, appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what's up? The letter which you sent to us has been plainly read before me. Huh. I decreed and search has been made and it is found that this city of old times has made insurrection against kings and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. Hmm. There have been mighty kings also over Jerusalem who have ruled over all the country beyond the river and tribute, custom, and toll was paid to them. Make you now a decree to cause these men to cease and that this city not be built until a decree shall be made by me. Take heed that you not be slack herein. Why should damage grow to the hurt of the kings? Wow. Wow. Okay, so... Yeah, I need help. I need help. I did not expect that. I kind of... Okay, so... so Here's Eugene's version of this letter. It says, okay, thank you. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm. The letter that has been sent has been translated and read to me. I gave orders to search the records, and sure enough, it turns out that this city has revolted against kings time and again. Wow. Rebellion is an old story there. I find that they've had their share of strong kings who have taken over beyond the Euphrates and exacted taxes, tribute, and duty. So do this. Order these men to stop work immediately. Not a lick of rebuilding in that city unless I order it. Whoa. Act quickly and firmly. They've done enough damage to kings. Wow. Yeah. So it worked. They convinced him. It did work. Yeah. Then, when the copy of King Artaxerxes' letter was read before Rehum and Shimshai the scribe and their companions, they went in haste to Jerusalem to the Jews and made them to cease by force and power. That they did. Then ceased the work of the house of God, which is at Jerusalem, and it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. Wow. Yeah, so this is, this is definitely like some straight up like local neighborhood politics. Yeah. Yeah. There's some HOA drama going on about who can build what where oh, yeah serious HOA drama <laughs> quite oh my yeah. goodness I was not expecting that out of the bible i have to say yeah i but like i mean i feel like this is maybe a trend at this time right cuz it's like all of the people who didn't like daniel did similar kind of like we're going to uh, spread some shit or or with um yeah esther yeah right same thing right they were like spreading the gossip about her uncle dadman yeah. Who, you know, about mm-hmm. him not doing stuff. So I feel like this, like, I'm just going to go tell on the king or I'm going to go tell my side of the story mm. to dad and, like, see if he'll punish this <laughs> other person, right? It's very much, that's, like, the trend. Different tactics. Time. Yeah, yeah. Back in the good old days, we used to just, like, invade them, you know? But now we do all this. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and again... I want to reiterate, Ezra was never mentioned mm-hmm. in these four chapters. Yeah, we're going to have to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he must just be writing it. Yeah. That's got to be it, right? Yeah. I guess so. Okay, folks. All right. Are we okay. doing? All right. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 142. A contemplation by David when he was in the cave watching Saul <laughs> take a shit. <laughs> a prayer. Yeah. Apparently. He's <laughs> like, oh, this is awful. Ah! Okay. <laughs> I cry with my voice to Yahweh. With my voice, I ask Yahweh for mercy. Please let him stop pooping. <laughs> I pour out my complaint before him. I tell him my troubles. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, you knew my route. On the path in which I walk, they have hidden a snare for me. Look on my right, I see. 
for there is no one who is concerned for me. Refuge is fled from me. No one cares for my soul. I cried to you, Yahweh. I said, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am desperate in need. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may give thanks to your name. Prison of a pooping cave. <laughs> yes, the righteous will surround me, for you will be good to me. Wow. Wow. It's a, oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> psalm 143. A psalm by David. Of course. No, no context for this one. This is just, just a psalm by David. Okay. Hear my prayer, Yahweh. Listen to my petitions. In your faithfulness and righteousness, relieve me. Don't enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no man living is righteous. Hmm. For the enemy pursues my soul. He has struck my life down to the ground. He has made me live in dark places as those who have been long dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your doings. I contemplate the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you. Like a parched land. Selah. Wink. Hurry to answer me, Yahweh. My spirit fails. Don't hide your face from me, so that I don't become like those who go down into the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for I trust in you. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, Yahweh, from my enemies. I flee to you to hide me, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, Yahweh, for your name's sake. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. In your loving kindness, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. I have to say, I'm glad that we're getting to the end of the book of Psalms. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah. David, we got it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just like, I get it. Thank you, David. I get it. Thank you. You know, I, I don't think anyone ever reads the book of Psalms just like cover to cover, you know? No. It, the, no. And we're not exactly reading it cover to cover, <laughs> but we almost are because we're reading it every single week, right? And so it is just this like, ugh. Right. Like I get it. You know, I think that when you're growing up in the church, you get exposed to Psalms on this kind of one-off basis. You know, the ones that are made into songs or the ones are like, oh, mm. this is a really pretty one. And you're like, oh yeah, they are really pretty until you've read 600 of them. <laughs> and then you're like, they're all... 143, yes. Yes, yeah. they're like, they're all the same. They're basically all the same. I do wonder Some if Some you... were more fun than others. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I feel like you would, you'd feel the same way if you say compiled the lyrics to 600 songs. That's true. Yes. You'd just be like, oh my gosh, can we stop with the same stuff? Over, True, you know? that's a good point. Yeah, like every now and then, it's a good point. you'll have yeah. one where you're like, ooh, that one was angry. <laughs> or you're like, oh, that one was kind of beautiful. Or like, whoa, that's a sexy one. But overall, at total, you'd be like, okay. It's true. We're doing a lot of the same metaphors here. A lot of the same sentiment. Yeah. I'm kind of bored. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Especially if you yeah. limited it to a genre. Right? Like, say you did mm-hmm. not just 600 songs, period, but like 600 love songs, for example. Yeah. That'd be You'd just be like, bad. oh my gosh. 600 love songs. On 600 CDs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that'd be pretty oh. good, actually. Oh. I like 600 CDs? <laughs> so you get one song per yes. CD, Dedeker? Okay. Whatever. It's a special exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Only made for TV offer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got some stuff to look up in a bonus. <sighs> yeah, we do. And oh wait. We- yes. You're so yes. yes, we have two new parishioners. Woo! This is Yay! so exciting. Okay, so yeah. we need to give a toast to our newest patrons, Annika and Madison. Woo! Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, you two, for supporting us, for helping us to keep bringing these psalms <laughs> to the people. 
Not for much longer, but yeah. we have a few yes. left. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Yes. And then we'll see how we feel about Proverbs. <laughs> but thank you Ooh. to you two specifically. That's really like 600 slash 900. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a lot more of those per episode, I'm assuming. You're making it possible. Indeed. It's going to be great. Thank you all, all of you out there for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoyed the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at drunk... Nope. At discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jason Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.